Welcome to Guest Gab, a recurring segment on the Lee Evie Korean drama podcast show featuring special guest and very lovely man, G. So G is perfect in every way, except that he is not a K-drama addict. However, G has agreed to allow me to give him a K-drama crash course. He is my guest and we are going to gab about K-drama together. Specifically, this will take the form of G watching the first episode of a random K-drama, then explaining it back to me in a first episode recap. Uh, The guest gab will also include some fun trivia. So sit back, relax, and listen to my many attempts to persuade G of the pure joy that is K-drama. Wish me luck. The drama that we are going to be chatting about today is a 2015, I want to say, food rom-com called Let's Eat 2. And I'm here, this is our third ever guest gab episode, and I'm here with my very special guest, G. Say hello, G. Hello, podcast listeners. (laughs) So, like we've been doing in the other episodes, um, the guest gab episodes, G is going to be recapping the very first episode of this random particular K-drama that I picked um, called Let's Eat 2. Um, And so this one is from 2015. It is an 18-episode drama, which is kind of a weird runtime. So it's season two, uh, but technically each season in this kind of like trilogy uh, can be watched completely standalone. Um, And this one stars the actor Yoon Doo-joon as the male lead, and the female lead is the actress So Hyun Jin. And also the second male lead is Kwon Yul, and then there's a whole bunch of other faces that I recognize in it. Um, So my kind of experience with this drama is that I've watched it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it was a long time ago, like a really long time ago, Mm -hmm. and I can't hugely remember it, but I do, I mean, I remember a lot of people at the time really, really loved season one of this show. Oh, there's there's more than one season. Yeah, so this is season two. So there's Let's Eat. Oh, Then there's Let's Eat 2. There's also Let's Eat 3. Is it it all standalone though? Yeah, basically they're completely standalone. Okay. Um, And Let's Eat season one was really popular. People really liked it and I never watched it. Mm -hmm. And then I heard Let's Eat season two was really good and that you didn't need to have watched season one to give it a go so for whatever reason i picked it i think it's because i quite like the actress in this one so that's uh so hyunjin i I don't know what i'd seen her in but something i really liked her in so i think i kind of went back to this one um and i really liked it it's just it's kind of like you know it's all the tropey rom-com kind of stuff and then also just these Lots of food. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of a I, I remember when you were watching this. Do you? Um, yeah, because I was just, it was, just found it really odd because I'd be walking past the television and there'd just be these like extended sequences of people eating food. <laughs> and I wasn't sure what you were watching, if it was a drama show or if it was like a cooking show or some kind <laughs> of culinary experience. And I think I was too afraid to ask at the time. You really <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. I was going to ask what your experience was that, with this show, yeah. but I guess that's it. You kind that's, of saw it. That, that's my prior experience, yeah. <laughs> All right, so just before we get into you recapping it, I just mm-hmm. wanted to play a little game. Okay. Uh, so we'll give this a go. <laughs> Not very prepared, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, so basically, this game is called Guest Gab Drama Plot Trivia True or False. Okay. So I'm going to just say <laughs> a drama plot, and plot. you okay. need to tell me whether this is a true drama. Or something is this from up. from this drama or like, no, this is no just, just any drama? This is just a little game to get us warmed up before right. you give us a recap. Okay, icebreaker. All right, cool. Yeah. All right. So plot one. Yep. You have to tell me if this is a true thing or not. Okay. So there is a frizzy-haired secretary, and mm-hmm. she has like a CEO boss mm-hmm. who's fairly mean to her. And then one day he falls off the top of a building 
and hits his head. Yeah. And suddenly he can no longer recognize faces anymore. Oh, that's true. I, I remember <laughs> you watching that one. That was not too long ago. <laughs> so that was a warm up one. Yeah. What was that one called? <laughs> so it's called The Secret Life of My Secretary. That's right. From 2019. He has face blindness. Yes, he it does. It was really weird. Okay. It's yeah. a rom com starring Kim Yong Kwang and Jin Ki Do. Do you know what? I actually. Because, you know, I, I don't know what I was doing. I must have been, like, reading beside you or something. Something where, like, I was seeing a lot more of that drama while you're watching. Or, like, at least, like, it was paying attention to it. And I quite liked what I was seeing. I thought the guy <laughs> was pretty good. And I thought, yeah, it just, it all seemed... Yeah, and I remember you thinking it was quite crazy and ridiculous. But it is a crazy and ridiculous It didn't seem show. any crazier or ridiculous than anything else. In fact, it seemed more grounded than a lot of the stuff wow. I've seen. I mean, compared more to just grounded. like extended footage of people eating food, you know, <laughs> it just seemed a bit more on the level, you know? Yeah. Actually, I really like that drama, The Secret Life of My Secretary. Mm. All right. So, true. You're right. That okay. is a real thing. Yeah. All right. So, the next one. Mm. So, there is a 90s pop star who's mm-hmm. really super, super popular. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of falls down some stairs on a piece of cardboard. And okay. suddenly, <laughs> he time travels ah. to the modern day era. And he exists now. So, then he has to live in a rooftop apartment in Seoul alongside his biological son, who's the same age as him yeah. now. Okay. And also, his son's sort of would-be girlfriend love interest who the 90s pop star ends up falling in love with and stealing from his own son. Right. True or false? That's that's true, I think, right? It's, <laughs> yes, true. it's true. Because I, I remember you watching that one as well. Oh. Um, but that's the thing. These things stick in my head so much because they're just such weird plots, right? <laughs> like, is that not... is Or is that like a fairly like run-of-the-mill kind no, of... No, that's K-Jong a weird plot. I mean, I really... I was yeah. trying to find some weird and what plots was the, for you. With the cardboard, he falls in... Is the cardboard how he travels through time? Yeah. So he needs the cardboard no, to stick through time? I think it's just he needs the cardboard in order to fall down the stairs ah. without breaking his own neck. Oh, okay. All right, it okay. just made it less dangerous. Okay, I thought it was like, so, like a low-budget DeLorean type thing. <laughs> well, I guess technically. You know? <laughs> so that drama is, of course, called Hit the Top, and it's okay. a rom-com from 2017, starring the actor Yoon Shi Yoon, the actress Lee Se Young, and also the second male lead Kim Min Jae. Um, all right, last one. Okay. Ready? Yep. True or false? Right. So there is a genius writer. And he's going on a book tour around the world. And he goes to America and he Mm -hmm. goes to a cafe to sign books. Mm -hmm. And while he's there, he sees this really cool old typewriter with like Korean typewriting things. And he's like to the cafe owner, like, I love this typewriter. Can I have it? And the cafe owner is like, no, like this is my typewriter. You can't. Mm -hmm. So the Korean writer, the genius writer goes back to Korea and he's a bit sad because he couldn't have his typewriter. But meanwhile... The typewriter really wanted to go with him. So oh. it starts harassing and haunting the cafe owner until the cafe owner finally relents and posts it to the genius writer in Korea. True or false? That one is, that's a definite true one. <laughs> yeah, I, I recall this one as oh, well. No. <laughs> the haunted typewriter. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a pretty interesting one. Um, oh, I feel like you've seen a lot more of these shows I just, than I expected. It just all just gets, in the background. Yeah, well, no, because you, you know, every now and then you, you kind of give me like a bit of a like an I'm overview. Gonna stop telling you updates. You, and you give me a little snippet, and they're just they're just so outrageous. These plots that they just are branded on my mind because they raise so many questions. You know, it's like, but why and how and and where and I think it's it's like kind of like the question that you sort of asked me like in our guest gaps like where do you think this is going it's like Mm. in my mind I could not imagine where something that starts with that where that could possibly (laughs) end up but you know what haunted typewriter that that is sort of willing itself to be Mm -hmm. taken up like that's kind of interesting yeah I don't think it's that weird I feel like I've seen that it's kind of like a homage remember those like movies from the 90s those American movies about those those dogs or cats that could talk and they're always trying to get home you know, I feel like that's like, a really different thing. Yeah, but it's like that, but with a typewriter, right? Oh, but, I mean, like is it's, it though? Yeah, because it's got like a personality, right? I think and you're the like, typewriter's oh my gosh. haunted. I don't think the oh. typewriter specifically has a personality. I think it has a, like a, a dead human inside oh. it who has a personality. I thought it was like a fun thing. Like it was no. just a talking. It's a sad Like Toy Story thing. or something, like an inanimate object. So the drama, because it's a real drama, <laughs> right. is Chicago Typewriter from yeah. 2017, right. starring the actor You Are In, the okay. actress 
Lim Su Jong and also the second male Go Gyeong Pyo, who is the man inside the typewriter. So oh, that one, it has a voice. Well, he's just a ghost who comes out of the so typewriter. So you see him. You see yeah, the typewriter ghost. It's not the just typewriter's like... typewriter's just his little house. Oh. It's like the genie in the lamp. Right, okay. But it's actually like this guy inside the typewriter is a dead guy from occupation era Korea. And it turns out the genius writer actually had a, like a past life, a tragic past life. Uh-huh. And it's actually like turns into this really dark historical about freedom fighters and okay. occupation era Korea, which right. I bet you didn't expect. I know. I did not. Well, now yeah. you know. All right. So that's it for my weird trivia, which I feel like I didn't manage to pick anything that you hadn't heard of. I feel very sad. But you know what? They're very entertaining reminders. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Yes. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so it's time to do a recap. So, geez, I guess take it away. So this is Let's Eat season two. Let's eat. Oh, season, episode one. Season two. What a what a place to start. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this this drama. This is very very interesting. I've got a lot to say. Or do I? I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've got a lot of notes, and I I was thinking a lot about this one since Were we watched you? it. Yeah, I was. It really. Why? Ah. Uh, I'll come to that. I'll come okay. to that later. But I think, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so this was great. I actually really enjoyed this drama. It was really fun, right? So um, there's an intro. Is the intro normally in the show or is it a Netflix thing? Uh, did we watch I, it on Netflix? How did we watch it? I can't remember. I think we watched it. No, we watched it on Netflix, but I can't remember that there was an intro. Was there? Yeah, I think there was because I've written food intro. There's oh, lots of food. No, it'll just be a Netflix one. Okay, so there's all these food reactions, like people looking at food and like close-ups of food and up-tempo <laughs> music. And look, I'm a bit of a foodie, so already I'm kind of like, okay, this is in my ballpark. I, there's, this is there's something, I there's a core of something here that I intrinsically enjoy, right? So I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Um, interesting concept. Let's see where this goes, right? Yeah. So this is really wholesome, happy food intro, like, you know, just like, food, 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 let's eat, you know, all tasty stuff. And then the episode starts, and this is great because it just was so unexpected. So we cut to this, like, night boat situation. So there's a boat at it's the like night. It's like a fishing trawler. It's like a fishing trawler, right? And there's, like, this sinister music playing. There's, like, ominous, like, kind of thing going on. And there's a, there's a crew on the boat, like a, a, there's a skeleton crew, and there's a boss on there, and he's just, like, yelling at this dude and, and just giving him heaps of shit, just like, ah, and the guy's like, clearly, this is like the last straw. He's been going on for years and he's just like had it. Like, he's just like about to snap, right? So the boss walks off and the guy who's like, I think he's like chopping squid or something. I don't yeah. know what he's doing. He's, he got, he's got a knife and he's like, you know what? I'm not going to take this shit anymore. He doesn't say that. He just like has that look on his face and he starts like ripping the knife handle and he turns around and he's like slowly approaching his boss who's just like, you know, humiliated him in front of everyone. And he's like, comes up to him and he's got the knife and he's about to like do something. And I'm like, what's going on? This is, this is not what this intro <laughs> Is it going to start with a murder? Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a totally different show, right? Yeah. You know, like let's eat each other. I don't know. But, <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, just like he's about, it looks like he's about to like stab his boss in the back. And then all of a sudden this dude just sort of pops out and just starts saying like, like, like I know yelling at them about like, um, cooking the squid first or something yeah. and like all of a sudden the music just changes into this weird quirky music and there's this weird funny guy who's just there like talking about how good it is to eat it when it's fresh and he's like you know like just expressing his enthusiasm for eating the squid fresh and all this kind of stuff so he defuses the tension and i might know he actually prevents this guy from getting murdered because that <laughs> dude was about to like stab him in the head or something um so it's this huge tonal shift it's like happy food intro sinister thing about to happen back to the happy food and you know what that whole sinister situation about like never gets mentioned again <laughs> so, which i think is really funny um but yeah so we get introduced to the main character day young um uh, who is on this boat for some reason uh, does he get does he get food yeah, when he eats the squid, we watch him eat the squid is that what he's, is that what... quite a long time. Oh, he does, does he? So he's literally just gone out on this boat to eat, like, oh, raw yeah. squid. It says, it says in my notes here, guy goes on squid rant, big squid scene, lots of eating and laughing. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because he really enjoys it, and he's like, ha, 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 yeah. this squid is so good. <laughs> um, and you know what? As, as ridiculous as that sounds, like, I can actually, there's somewhere, I can actually relate to that somehow. I'm like, yes. <laughs> That reaction to food is appropriate, I guess, you know, so 
So um, you like this guy straight off the, the bat? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can understand him, oh, you know? I can Kendrick's understand uh, Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so that's going to get into the, my, my reaction to his drama. We'll talk about it later yeah. on. But um, yeah, so, so then we cut to um, this office scene where we see some people um, talking about their co-worker who, it turns out it's this guy. So this guy's on the boat and they're kind of explaining his backstory. And he used to like sell insurance, but he's lost all his money or something. His business has gone bust and... And he had all this bad luck with different deals he made. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he has to sort of move or something. I think he's is moved that, back to his hometown, is? which is like a different city. So it's kind of like he can't afford to live in Seoul anymore. Yeah, because it's just it's, everything's it's, fucked up a bit. Up, yeah. So he's going to go and like yeah. kind of regroup and make money again, still through insurance. So it's yeah. like that he's working for the same office, but it's like he's been transferred yeah. to the shitty regional branch, yeah. basically. Um, here's another interesting point, actually, in that scene. I actually really like this scene with these two random co-workers. I don't know if they're going to come back into the drama. They don't, don't get touched again in the, in the show. They just sort of in that opening scene um and they're talking about like they're you know they're lamenting over his poor mm-hmm. luck or whatever but i thought it was really interesting because they looked like real people i've not seen that in a drama yet everyone just wears so much makeup and they just look like these large and live characters and they also talk and act and behave in ways that are just so like outrageous it's like they could not be real and these two people like the first thing the guy does he's like sitting there talking to her and he like scratches his butt and he keeps talking. And they just look so normal. I was like, wow, this is like, they're like just like normal people. <laughs> so, you know, this is, this is, yeah, at this point I'm like, I don't, I don't know what this drama is, but it's, it's hitting home a few notes for me anyway. Oh. Yeah, I was, I was enjoying that. Anyway. Yeah. Um, my notes say main guy likes to eat and laugh. I guess we see him do that again. Um, <laughs> Probably. And, he, and he's left Seoul to move to a seaport town, which is his hometown. Yeah. This hometown, right? So he's kind of trying to make a bit of a, a new start, if you will. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, was that an Arrested Development it was, reference? It wasn't. It was an Arrested <laughs> reference. All right. Um, so so now we, we follow uh, Day Young, and he's he's in this town, and he's, he's trying to find an, a place to live. And he's sort of like, he's actually quite strategic about how he goes about, like, what real estate agents to go to. Mm-hmm. So I think he kind of p- tries to pick places that are, like, not going to, like overcharge him or something like that mm. isn't it like he's he just he just sees a few different places and he's like nah not that place like they're gonna charge you too much or not this place because they're too new or whatever and he finally um finds a, a place that looks right and he goes in and there's a there's a lady working there who runs this real estate business and he tells her what he wants and she's like yeah i've got the apartment for you um i'll bring you to it now and he's like cool let's do this and she uh basically just like walks him out of her business and just like the next street over like right beside and he's like it's right here and she's like yeah and he's like all right anyway he she brings him up to this apartment and there's all this like haggling and he's really like he's really good he's, he's trying to like kind of get like a discount for the rent in this apartment you know um but he's not like he's not being like a dick about it he's, he's mm-hmm. just like he's trying to push the envelope and she's kind of pushing back a bit and there's all this like back and forth um and i think i don't it's know quite fun, it I is it is kind of funny there's a little bit of banter yeah so mm-hmm. i thought that was kind of cool um so, uh, and I think, uh, yeah, she keeps saying something about like the owner of the apartment, like won't accept that deal. Yeah. And then he realizes actually she's the one. After he's made the after, deal. After he's made the deal. Yeah. And she, she's he's the, like, who is the owner? She's like, like it's I, me. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, so that was kind of funny. Yeah, it's very cute actually. Um, scene. I really liked it. Yeah. And I kind of liked that like as an introduction of a side character, like she mm. seemed kind of fun. So that's actually one of the things I, 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 notice in this drama for me anyway i thought the side characters have a lot of personality mm. and relatable personality as well like mm. they're not just like these sort of like at their sort of like yelling caricatures they're sort of more like just kind of people like mm. with a little bit of like you know like they're a little bit fun or, or a little bit you know a little bit of sass like you know whatever yeah. um so anyway so uh so he we next see day young and he's talking to his friend uh, he oh he meets his friend in Sejong City and and um, and he you know tells him you know he's moved back and they go for lunch and his friend's like this real perv he's like perving yeah, on everyone everywhere nonstop perving like so they go to a restaurant and he's just like scoping at the waitress and like you know just like yeah anyway so I don't know where that's going I, I presume that might go somewhere because they kind of made a point of it like it happens a couple of times in the show well, like, I don't think they condone you know. it in the show either like yeah but I presume it's going to get him into trouble like, or something right yeah I honestly can't remember <laughs> I probably should have shown you a drama that I actually remember what 
happens next well yeah i don't know i don't know what's going to happen there but that was just something i picked up on mm. so and i think that's actually a kind of a good way as a storytelling thing to make you like you like your main character more if you contrast them to someone who's supposed to be like yucky yucky but like a friend of theirs you know yeah. someone who's related to them somehow. but also that dayong doesn't kind of join in no he doesn't and like they go to this restaurant and he's Dayong tries the food and he's like, this is why we at this restaurant. It's so expensive and the food isn't good because he's yeah. a foodie. And his friend's like, but look at these hot waitresses. Yeah. And Dayong's just, just like, like, what? Yeah. Why are we at yeah. this place? Yeah. He just wants nice food. That's, so you do like him because you do, of that. Yeah, and you kind of get a sense of more about who he is yeah. right, as a person. What he cares, what about, he cares about, right? What his yeah. priorities are. Yeah, yeah. And this guy cares about food, so I'm on mm. board. Um, so anyway, um, oh, okay. So now... Um, so. So Dayong seems to be trying to kind of like, like schmooze up to all of the neighbors that are living mm. in his apartment block, and he he has a strange encounter with his next door neighbor, like right across the hall from him, and like he knocks on the door to introduce himself, and she opens the door and she looks at him and she seems very startled and I've written and or afraid of him, um and uh yeah so there's just a weird kind of thing happens there, um and then. We see him meet the old lady and the dog, mm. and there's like a, there's a cute dog, like a cute dog out by some bins, and it can do little tricks, um, which I guess was cool. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, oh, okay. So then there's this bit like I've written down here. He seems to be tr- to me at, at first. I actually I thought that he was trying to like manipulate these people because he just keeps like trying to like impress upon people he's and, a like, total schmoozer he is but i, I think it didn't, at the but start he's... it seems like 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 a mm. ul- ulterior motive like mm. because you're kind of like why is he like being super over the top nice so to basically everyone, he's got this old ajuma who lives downstairs and yeah. he goes and knocks on her door yeah. and she's a bit like standoffish like oh you know new young brash yeah. dude in her apartment block and he just sort of like walks straight in and he's like do you need me to lift this do you yeah. need me to make food i want to eat your food yeah. like and he's basically just makes himself at home in her house but so at first you're like oh is he gonna sell her insurance, insurance. yeah that's what i was thinking but yeah. it's like it's kind of i think dayong has the you know the power of the gal what like he's a super schmoozer and he's very good at it but but he's not actually using it for evilness. He just wants to make his life better living in the apartment block by making everyone like him. He wants to be liked. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we can talk about when it gets towards the end of the episode, but I had a different opinion about why he's doing that. Oh, really? not, not that he has an ulterior motive, like in terms of like trying to manipulate them, but I think I think he actually does it because he needs that, like he, he needs to be validated by people mm. he, because he says something later on in the episode that that, as about something he did that kind of made me go, oh, that's why he's always doing this because he's always trying to impress people. He's always trying to, ah. to, to, he's trying to do right by people, but he's always trying to kind of like, kind of overdo it a little mm. bit, like to win their favor, or win their affection, or something yeah. like that. Um, Which is an interesting character trait. Really. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought so. Um, so, but at this point, because I didn't really understand what was going on, I felt bad because the old lady seemed really nice. And I was like, oh my God, she's being manipulated. Like he's going to like steal a whole lot of money or something or like get her to sign over his her inheritance or something like that. Or, you know, I don't know, something like that. Instead, he takes her out to dinner. He did. He just buys her <laughs> dinner. Yeah. I mean, like, that's pretty nice. Um, so the next thing we see is he gets grilled by his next door neighbor. This, this, uh, this lady who's reacted very strangely to him, like... Um, so this is a female lead, this is, played by the actress So yeah. Hun Jin. Yeah, so she's playing Su Suji. Yeah, yep. the character's name is Suji. So she's a young woman who lives next door, and everyone keeps calling her a writer. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, I thought they called her a freelancer or something. Well, she's a writer, but then they find out she's doing freelancing at this government. Oh, okay. Thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, she knocks on his door, and she's like, you need to come look at this. And he's like, okay. And he, she marches him down to the bins, and he's recycled them properly. He's, like, put cardboard with staples and recycling bin or whatever which i guess technically she's right that's not what you're supposed to do but you know at this point you're like oh why is she busting his chops about this but you know anyway um and she's very intense she's very intense yeah um so i don't know if this happens straight after but it's the next thing i picked up on is that um oh yeah we see her leaving the building i think for work one day and she starts having like these she starts smelling food from like people's houses nearby mm. and she has these like intense fantasies about the food and you see all these like close-ups of like glistening like moist noodles and stuff <laughs> um which actually look very tasty um, so fair enough you know um and, but she keeps like reproaching herself like she's like oh no i need to hit, eat that so many calories now i need to 
you know, I couldn't eat that. That's like so bad for even thinking about eating that. And like the guy, Dayong, is like watching behind. And he's like, "Are you okay?" You know. And she, when she, you know, she gets a little bit embarrassed when she, you know, when he sees her, you know, having these little food fantasies or whatever. She runs off. Um, uh, next note: His friend is a mega perv. Okay, so I guess we see that happen again. They, yeah. they go somewhere. They do something. I can't remember. I don't know. It's just a pervy. It's just, this is another conversation. A friend, a friend, yeah. pervy. Um, so then we find out that uh, Suji. So she's Miss. Beck? Is that what her name is? Ah, uh, Beck, yeah. Yeah, okay. Beck yeah. Suji. Okay, yeah, yeah. So she's kind of like consulting, as doing some kind of public service job in a government building. Um, but we find out as well that Dae-young is trying to get into this government building. What is he trying to get into the government building for? Uh, he wants to go into the government building to sell insurance. Oh, but no one will let, let him, him in. in yeah. And he's trying really hard, but he sees Beck Suji yeah, walk straight right. in. So yeah. she is doing a, she's got a freelance job for this like arts and culture thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh she's, she's clearly she, Yes, she has a meeting with uh, she are a co-worker and then this guy who's there. Who, this is the other male lead, right? Yes, this second is male the lead. second male lead played by very pointy. Really? It's very pointy. I think he's not pointy. No. I think he's very round. Like his face is no. like a little round face. No, no, no. It's 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 like a guitar plectrum. It's just like what? round at the top and it goes to a perfect what? point at the chin. I don't think that at all. It's yeah. so like, I feel like... I feel like he's the one, you know, in Korea, like having a small face is yeah. like a really positive thing, whatever. I still, I'm, I haven't quite got my head around what it means, yeah. but this is the only guy I've ever seen in a K-drama where I'm like, this man has a very tiny face, but he has a big head with a tiny face. Yeah, but it's, when it comes down to the, to the chin, it's very pointy. We're, sorry, listeners, we've gone way <laughs> off topic, but... <laughs> but he's uh, fine. He's good. You, you know, you, got, you guys should weigh in and, and maybe, I don't know, you should start a poll or something. <laughs> is this guy's face... Pointy, pointy or, or not or round, right? Yeah. Look, you it's decide. Fine. It's fine no matter what it is. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, in that meeting, it kind of becomes apparent that uh, Suji is sort of like, she seems to be kind of into this guy. I, I think. think she's crushing she's, on him. She, yeah, and he doesn't seem to notice her. And he gets her name wrong. He gets, seems to get everyone's name wrong. He doesn't yeah. seem to like actually remember anyone's names, which is kind of, you know, in a work, proper work culture, that's actually pretty bad. So, um, oh. yeah, that's a big no-no, right? Have some respect for your co-workers, please. Um, <laughs> there's your lesson for today, listeners. Well, there's also um, this other co-worker there uh, who's, like, this woman who's just been very, like, kind of passive-aggressive or, like, very she... obliviously very rude to Suji. Is she? Yeah, oh. did you not know? No, that? I didn't know. Oh. What did she say? So she's saying things like, oh, it must be so nice to be a writer because you don't have to come to work every day. You do whatever <laughs> you want all the time. And then she looks at Suji's, like, open diary where she's got one day, like, circled. And the woman's like, oh, what day is that you've got circled? And Suji's like, oh, that's my payday, which is clearly a whole month away. And the woman's like, oh, like, you know, I can see you haven't got anything else in your diary. Like, how wonderful for you. And obviously Suji's dealing with a lot of poverty and is very, very embarrassed and getting very cranky. Oh. So it's like very underhanded stuff. I was so, I'm so naive. I just was like, she just like, you no, know, she's, she's just pointing being, out like that she has a great life or But something. you don't know if she's being like purposely rude or if she's like, you kind of get the impression she's being very oblivious. But like when the manager forgets Suji's name, the co-worker like laughs and laughs and laughs and thinks it's so hilarious. And she's and then, like, oh, he never remembers the names of people who aren't important to him. Oh. And then immediately he forgets her name as well. So she's really offended. Wow. So yeah, it's like a big, like, intense. I feel like thing. I just missed all of that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I guess I was just waiting for more food to appear on screen. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's very interesting. Okay. Mm. And I presume that's going to go somewhere. Because you as learn well. a lot about Suji. You learn Suji, she's in love with someone who doesn't know that yeah. she exists, and you realize that she's, she's kind of treated poorly by her coworkers. Treated poorly. Yeah. Also, she's got no money, and she's really living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. And um. Also clearly has an issue around food in that she wants to eat it all the time, mm. but has, you know, major worries about her weight and appearance. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, so um, next thing I think we see is Mr. Lee going off on a bike cycling. Who's and Mr. Lee? Isn't that the co-worker guy? The, this guy. Sorry, oh. you can't see that, listeners. I just pointed at a picture oh, of this second true. male lead. Second male lead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, His name is Lee Sung Oh, okay. Yeah, I just call him Mr. Lee. Yeah, I guess that, the subs do that, That's what I call Mr. Lee, Lee right? All right, the second male lead is Mr. Lee. And um, he, he cycles a bike uh, home 
and we find out that he's a pretty lonely guy. Like he just has a little I'm pretty robot. sure he talks to his vacuum. <laughs> yeah, he's a little robot vacuum cleaner that greets him when he I comes home. I feel like that is the go-to like scene for k-dramas yeah. whenever you want to show that someone's lonely is that they talk to their vacuum cleaner like it's a pet yeah okay i feel like i've seen that a lot that's pretty sad it, well it's i guess it gets it's across a lot in like yeah. a very short space of time sad yeah. lonely dude i guess i mean i don't know they, they're pretty fun those things maybe you could have like a meaningful friendship with a <laughs> With a vacuum vacuum cleaner. cleaner. I did watch a drama where the main guy was an actual robot and Mm -hmm. he did have a meaningful relationship, like friendship with the vacuum, but that's because he was also a robot and they could communicate. Was this the one where he's a robot that does like pop and lock dancing in Austria or something? I'm pretty sure that's not what happened in that drama. I saw it with my eyes. That's not what happened. Okay, all right. Maybe we'll cover that in a different episode. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that one. <laughs> uh, I can't remember what that drama's called. It's a robot one with So Kung Jr. Okay. Anyway, keep yeah. going. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So the the main guy, Dae-young, he decides that he's going to invite all of his neighbours out. But it can't be all of his neighbours, really, because that's a big building. Well, but the ones of, that he's kind of talked to... But like, he mentions, like, why is there so few people living in the apartment block at one point? So oh, we okay. don't know why. Yeah, okay. There's only, like, two other people right. living in the apartment well, block. Well, he, he invites the old lady, he invites his landlord, and mm. he, he invites uh, Suji as well. And um, she's, like, really reluctant to go. She doesn't want to. Um, but then he mentions that he is going to pay for food. And, oh, before this, I think I've missed a bit here but in the notes, but... Before this happens, we actually see that, like, yeah, so she's struggling for money, right? Yeah. And And then she's just, like, eating a bowl of plain rice or something and mm-hmm. a bit of seaweed, which kind of looked all right, actually. Um, but, you know, she's a bit – she's really upset. Like, she's crying about it and stuff. So we, we realise, oh, you know, like – Well, I think she know. was crying because that woman was so mean to her. Oh, was that what that was? like, so humiliated. I thought it was because of the rice and the seaweed. Yeah. No, I don't oh. think she was crying because of the rice and the seaweed. It went straight over my head. I feel like <laughs> this is, like, a whole other level, like, of this drama mm. that I've just opened up to my – all right, anyway, so she, she's really upset and, you know, we find out she's got money troubles or whatever. So this makes sense. She's like, oh, well, you're paying, then, yeah, of course, let's go for dinner. But it's... But she's very aggressive towards him. And at this point, I was still... I was really... This is the part of the drama that I was not enjoying because oh. it just, to me... See, this is the thing, like... The thing that doesn't gel with me in drama so far that we've watched mm-hmm. together is characters that are just so, like outrageously over the top and, and intense in the way they mm-hmm. behave because I don't I can't like get that right I just don't feel like that's it's just not believable to me mm-hmm. so I was finding it a bit grating and I was finding the way this guy was behaving was a bit weird but then I could also kind of get him a little bit mm-hmm. and I really like the side characters because they seemed funny but also kind of believable mm-hmm. but then with Suji I was like oh, I just don't I feel like there's just like someone who's written to be like this just for the sake of causing friction. Maybe but, she had a reason well, that's, to be so that's cranky. That's it. But yeah, yeah, we're going to get to that. That's the thing. <laughs> but I just thought like, oh, she's just like, she's just super aggressive. And she just doesn't yeah. like this guy because he's new. So I was like really not enjoying this part of, of, the, of the show. I was thinking, oh gosh, more of this. It's like crazy character just because it causes friction or whatever. And he takes, you know, so he takes them all out for dinner. And basically, she she says, "I'll come for dinner with you, only if I get to choose which restaurant." And he's like, "Okay, sure." So she chooses some super expensive Chinese restaurant, <laughs> and when they get there, um, they start ordering food, and she just goes to town and orders like a gazillion dishes, which looked like a good idea because some of the dishes that come up in this look great. Um, but he's like, oh, "Okay," um, so they bring out like mountains of food, and. Um, and then there's just this like extended montage of of eating, and this I feel is like it's like ten minutes. It's oh, like... it's just so long. And this is like, this is what I remember of like seeing this over yeah. your shoulder, like just these close up shots, and it'd be like you know even shots of the food being cooked and like noodles being tossed in a bowl, and then people like picking it up with chopsticks and like looking at it, and like all the light glistening off the noodles and stuff, um, which you know weird. But satisfying somehow, you know, as of someone who likes food, I was like, yeah, okay. This is you know? why I picked the drama. Yeah, and, and then she got me thinking, I was like, mm, I could try something like that, like a sauce like that on some tofu or something. Mm, okay, getting a few ideas, <laughs> you know. Ideas. Yeah, a few little ideas there, you know, about how to present a dish as well. Anyway, so this goes on for a very long time. And then they finally eat all their main courses or whatever, and they're like stuffed. And they, you know, they're like, all right, we should probably just wrap up now. And then... 
as Suji's like goes ahead and orders like five more dishes, like a whole bunch of salads or whatever. And um, they're like, what the hell is going on? Like, you know, can you even eat that much? And she does. She eats all this food. And um, and the main guy's like, oh, gosh, she's going to cost a lot of money. Uh, anyway, um, oh, oh yeah, actually, and before before that even happens, there's this whole squabbling between um, Dae-young and Suji about, like, sweet and sour sauce over chicken. So they get some, like, chicken and... I really actually like this part. This was interesting. So he's a foodie, but she's clearly a foodie too, right? This is where he kind of realizes this because, well, I guess, you know, she had fancy for food before, but he's like, he's pouring the, the, the sauce over the chicken, right? And she's like, no, that's not how you do it. Oh, is that what happened? Mm. Yeah, it's not how you do it. You got to dip it in. You, don't, you can't pour it in. Otherwise, the chicken gets all soggy. Why do you want it all crispy? And he gives this historical argument about how, like, you know, that's how it's always been done or whatever. Like, like all these facts about it, like, you know, because he's, like, researched it, being yeah. a foodie. And then she's like, well, actually, um, when, you know, fried chicken delivery became really popular in Korea uh, in a certain year or whatever, like, so that the chicken wouldn't get soggy when they delivered it to you, they served the served sauce separately. So you're actually supposed to dip the chicken into the sauce, <laughs> not coat it. And I was very much convinced by her argument. I was like, that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. So you liked her now? Well, well no, no, I didn't. Oh. I know. <laughs> but I, I agreed with her on that point. I was mm. like, you know what? She's got a point. You don't want that chicken to go soggy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he lost in that that one. Um, so there's a lot of footage of her eating, lots of them eating um, French accordion music, apparently, according to my notes. Um, and, yeah, and it's like one of those, is what do they call it? It's like ASMR videos or whatever. Like, you know those things? I don't know. You know the ones where like someone's just like eating on YouTube and you can hear all the sounds? That's what that's called. Like all the little slurping sounds, like all that do kind of. Do you sometimes watch videos on YouTube of tiny animals eating? Oh yeah, food? I do. I do that. Yeah, like a, like a turtle eating a piece of mango yeah. or something, and they got a and microphone. You hear all the sounds of the turtle yeah, and like, munching. Strangely satisfying. Um, weird. Weird in the drama though, because it was just like, oh, I feel like I'm. This is actually what I wrote here. I I actually felt like I was inside their mouths. That's what it, that's what the experience was like. It was like, oh. You know, all this slurping and swallowing noises, like, oh, I feel so gooey now. He's also written in his notes, so much eating. Yeah. The whole line is just so... There's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot of eating, what can I say? Um, and then I've written at the very bottom, why is Suji so mean to this guy? She's just like, he's really going out of his way to do well, I think at this point. Like, because mm. at this point, it became clear to me, he's not, at least it doesn't seem like he has an ulterior motive. He's actually just trying to kind of win their favor and be kind of a nice as a neighbor or whatever mm. and she's just like taking him to town with this thing and you know like making him buy all this food or whatever and i was like this is just i didn't get it i was just like this is really harsh and i didn't like it either i was like oh like of course there's gonna be friction between her if she just for some reason she just like hates him out of no for whatever reason i guess you know clearly it's been you know brought to my attention that like I, I'm not taking things in. <laughs> like, I'm clearly just like, my eyes are watching it, but my brain is just like in a completely food. different place, right? Yeah, food. Like, when's the next noodle shot coming up, you know? Because, like, yeah, all the detail I just explained about these noodles and things and yeah. all the eating, and like, when it comes to actual scenes where there's dialogue and stuff happening, I'm like, oh, really? Did that happen? So, clearly, I wasn't picking up on this, but this was good because it actually affected me pretty well. So, anyway, she wants to leave suddenly from the restaurant. And I was like, oh my God, is she going to vomit? Because she just like ate so much food. And I thought it was going to be like, you know, some gross out scene or whatever. And they go to pay and it's like outrageously expensive. Like, yeah, nearly a thousand dollars. Something like that. And the guy's like, oh my gosh. But then they're like, hang on, you happen to be our hundredth customer or whatever today. And that means you get your food free. And like, everyone's really happy. Apart from Suji, who's like, what you mean he doesn't have to pay for this and that's when i was like getting really annoyed i was like come on like you got what you wanted you got to eat your free food but you just want to see this guy get thrown under the bus i don't understand i i was just really actually relieved i was like oh gosh like at least he get, he gets off for this like because i was feeling really bad for him at this point like he's you know getting absolutely exploited and um and then um where you know they they leave the restaurant and She's like, do you want to go get some more food? And the rest of them are like, no, absolutely not. And I think she just wants him to have to pay for something. And so the, the old lady and the and that landlord leave. And it's just Suji and um uh and De Young walking. And then I think he they see like a topoki car or something like that. Yeah. And 
something like about what he says. Well, he's just like, well, if you're still hungry, I'll buy you some dokbuki. Yeah. And, and she freaks she out. She freaks out. Absolutely freaks out at him. And she, she starts yelling at him and she's like, says something about the white pig. And he's like, is that the white pig? Is that what it was? Or? Um, I think her name Suji is actually similar to the word in Korean for pig. So okay. it's obviously some very bad nickname. Yeah. And then this is when it all clicked for me. This was like my like moment now. And it's like, you know, it's like, it's like watching an M. Night Shyamalan movie, you know, like <laughs> I see dead people moment. Like it's just like, sorry, spoiler if you haven't seen that movie. You're really sorry. Um, well, it's not really a spoiler, but anyway, yeah. like there's, there's, you know, there's a twist, right? There's a, there's a big twist and they flash back to them being kids. And it turns out that they actually were friends as kids. And, um, and what happens is Suji, um, she like, she gets bullied at school because she's just like a bit of a larger kid or whatever. And she eats a lot of food. She's always eating food. So all the other kids bully her a lot, like really intensely. And they're all really mean to her, except for Daeyoung, who actually treats her really nicely. And he's, he, he's just being a schmoozer back then He's being well. a schmoozer. It's the same as he is now. That's exactly it. But it's not just that. This is the insight that I got anyway. Maybe it's not right, but this is what I thought. So what happens is he, see, he kind of brings her back to his mom's shop right where tteokbokki shop. shop and she can get all the tteokbokki she can eat pretty much and they kind of bond over this like he you know they hang out but she's he's buying the tteokbokki but she's buying it yeah. yeah but he's always bringing her there mm. right and she thinks oh like you know this guy is just like the one nice person to me mm. or whatever and then what we find out is she turns up one day and um she overhears Daeyoung saying to his mom like I'll, I'll i'll bring all the students who from my school who like like to eat a lot and like to eat a lot of food so you know so you get more business mm. or whatever and then she realizes that he's actually been exploiting her mm. to get more business but that's what that was my insight about him because he's also trying to he's trying to do right by his mum mm. that's what he's doing and i don't think he actually sees it as he was exploiting mm. uh suji either i think he just thought oh he's doing the right thing because she likes to eat a lot so like why not bring her here yeah. um so that and that can help his mum out mm. And he doesn't see anything bad about it. And then I realize he's like just completely oblivious because like they have this flashback and he remembers now who she is and realizes like this neighbor of his is like this person. And instead of being like, you know, she tells him like, you ruined my life. Like I have this huge trauma about this moment where I was betrayed by someone I thought was a friend. And she went on to like eat even more and have this like, you know, like real serious issues with food and then she's developed essentially an eating disorder yeah. it seems like yeah. where she's become like hyper like i guess yeah just like hyper aware i guess about her food and but in a way that, that she doesn't like like she, mm. she obviously wants to enjoy food but she just like well she's hyper about her weight so she wants yeah. to eat but she doesn't want to gain weight That's so right. she has like major issues with yeah. it but you also see her as a teenager where she's put on a lot of weight and she's yeah. become a shut-in and she says something like she couldn't leave the house for, for years a year or, or something, something. Yeah. so that's this is when it all made sense to me i was like this is why she hates it so much and that's like that was like the moment where i was like i get this and i like that that's cool now i understand i i, I was really really impressed by that because mm. clearly i'm just a big dummy who didn't pick up on this i feel like there definitely was him <laughs> but at the same time to me it just seemed i guess it's just because of my previous experiences look there's been some wacko characters and some yeah. of the things we've watched so i just, so thought, just took it on face i just value. thought she's just another wacko yeah. character she's just been mean because that is entertaining mm. to see someone be you know you know so intense mm. or something like that um, but when I realized this, I was like, oh my gosh. And then when he realizes this and she tells him this, he's just like, oh my God, it's so good to see you. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy is such a dummy. Like, but I still don't dislike him because I think in his mind, he's just sort of like oblivious to it. Like he's, he just sees everyone as just like happy around them and him being happy with them. Like, so he doesn't get like you know he just thinks oh yeah you know we're just old friends and she's like but you ruined my life he's like but we're old friends you know <laughs> like so i kind of liked that kind of thing um and i think that there's a lot of room for a telling story with that and anyway so we 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 go the episode ends with like you know they go or she goes back home and then she's like realizes like she's she starts doing like the math in her head of all the calories she's eating she's like oh my gosh i've eaten too many calories and now i've got to go work at it which you know that sucks you know you don't want to just be able to enjoy food or whatever so i feel really sorry for her you know she's always like worrying about this stuff so she goes outside and she starts doing like jump rope to like burn off some of this food 
And then Taehyung just like, is leaning out the window, just watching her, just like, what the heck are you doing? And she's like, I'm trying to burn off these calories. And he's just giving her loads of shit about this. And like, I'm just like, dude, just stop. Like, like, how can you be like this? And, and the episode just kind of ends there. Like, you know, um, he just doesn't get it. Like he, he, he just sort of ruined her life and he just doesn't get it. And the episode ends there. And I just thought that was really, really interesting way <laughs> to end that episode. And that was, yeah, th- that to me was like, I don't know. I, I really enjoyed it. I liked, I liked those characters. I thought they were, yeah. they were really interesting. And it was just that hang up about Suji that was making me go, nah, about this. And then when I realized and it made sense to me, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's great. That's, mm. you know, and there's a lot, it's, it's just a lot of stuff you can explore there, you know, mm. and I would like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's, it was just a pretty interesting little, little thing going on. Cool. There. Yeah. I'm really glad you had that reaction at the end because I definitely picked this one because of the food. The food, stuff. okay. But it was um, it was interesting for me because I haven't seen it in so many years. Yeah. And it was all like I just remember it as being a cute rom com with these mad food montages. Okay. But rewatching this, I was like, oh, it's like it's quite a lot more nuanced than I remember. Like it's not like a bombastic plot where people are like I don't know falling down the stairs and getting face blindness or like mm-hmm. traveling to the future. Like it's a very kind of more subtle in terms of the plot as in this episode only thing that happened is Dayong moved into an apartment block and met his neighbors mm. and yet you feel like a lot's going on because yeah. there's so much I think just character development yeah. and like kind of nuance mm. in the interactions yeah. between everyone yeah um so yeah I really liked it and I, after we finished watching the first episode I was like gosh that just makes me want to actually watch, watch the it. rest of it yeah. Because um, I really, really like Dayong and Suji. I think as characters, they're yeah. both really likable and interesting and yeah. they feel very multi-layered. Mm-hmm. But, um, and I think they've got great sort of bickering chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it, like, well, for me, it works yeah. really well. It's yeah. kind of like a romantic pairing that's beginning off with a bit of, you know, hate Friction, to love kind yeah. of, yeah, conflict and stuff. I thought it was really good because, like, I guess the thing I've noticed since we've been doing this and looking at dramas is that like the things the hang-ups i have about characters are two things the characters for me this is like my opinion Mm. of like what i like to watch or see is like they kind of they need to be interesting and relatable Mm -hmm. and i found in in the dramas that we've done before they're either interesting or relatable but not both for me right so boys over flowers they're interesting in the sense that they're just crazy. They are not <laughs> relatable. Like I could not. So you didn't relate see, when Lee Min Ho wanted Dandy to lick his leather his, shoe? His Italian custom made leather shoe. No, I did not. I did not relate <laughs> to the people who tried to cook her into a dumpling or talk about cooking her into a dumpling or even, you know, yeah. So. I'm glad and, you don't. But like, you know, the other example was like, you know, in uh, Weightlifting Fairy, the, mm. the main guy, he was relatable. But he wasn't very interesting, I don't think. Because he's just like, to he's me... A, he, a lovable hero from a yeah, lovable drama. He was a wet blanket. Like, he just... <laughs> he was just like a... Yeah, you know? Oh, and he's like, enough. you know... Even, like, the way he reacted to things, he just didn't react. Like, sorry, this is going back... This is another yeah, episode, wow. but I just have to, to say this. Like, about, like, you know... He has this, like, migraine thing that messes up his swim meet, and he just finishes. He's like, yeah, whatever, yeah, but that's because it's the first episode. No, he he's did... obviously going to delve deep into nah. all of these. He, he wasn't. He was relatable, definitely, but not interesting. But this drama for me, I thought he was interesting. Listen, yeah, no, no, that, it's just it's just an opinion. It's just an opinion. All right, <laughs> all right, all right I won't yeah. get defensive. You know, I don't know anything. All right, I'm 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 a K drama naive noob. That's right. why you've been invited on the podcast yeah. to tell us your opinions. Yeah, so go ahead. Um, but I I actually thought the characters in this were both interesting and relatable for me. Ah. They, they really fit that criteria. And, and all of the characters that we mm. saw, apart from the friend pair of guy, but he wasn't really in it, so that was fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he served a purpose, which was to make the main guy more likable, even. Yeah. And he was reasonably likable, like, from the start. Mm. You know, he was weird and funny, but relatable to a sense. Mm. Like, I kind of... I guess it's because, like, the, the balance on, like, everything that was going on with those characters was sort of tuned really well. With Suji, to me, it seemed unbalanced until the end when I realised mm. why she was acting like that. Then it seemed completely appropriate. And it made me just reevaluate the entire episode from mm. the start. And I was like, oh, this is completely right. Of course she would be like that. And, and then I, it just, yeah, it just really... I can kind of see with Suji too, like, because the 
she's obviously, you know, gets introduced about a quarter of the way through and mm. only touched on a little bit. And the one scene that we're given to give you insight into her is the scene in the office where she's meant to be the underdog. Like you, that's the point where you're meant to feel sympathy and empathy right. for her. But yeah. because you kind of just miss randomly missed what they were kind of trying to tell us, then yeah. you just think, oh, why is she such a horrible, mean, yeah, horrible true, person? True, yeah. But that was the point where they're like, no, you should feel sorry for yeah. her. She's having a tough time. Yeah. Like she's really not doing well. Yeah, or you should at very least consider it as more to her yeah, behavior to her than, story. than what yeah. Yeah, yeah, is on the surface. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I was um, pretty impressed by that. I'm so excited. I thought it was pretty good. All right. Mm. Uh, so thank you for recapping the first episode of Let's Eat Season 2. You're very um, welcome. So I have a question now. Mm -hmm. Are you a K-drama addict now? Am I a K-drama addict? Yet. Look, <laughs> yet, yeah. Uh, look, I, I wouldn't say I'm a K-drama addict, but i got to say this was the first of the ones we've looked at where it sort of hit home with me and made me think about the episode a lot afterwards, Ooh. you know, so... That feels um, like success actually, no, to me. Actually, no, Boys on Flowers, I was thinking about like, afterwards, but that was more like trauma. I was, <laughs> I was so frightened by that. Um, but Fair this enough. one was the one where I was just really kind of, you went, yeah, this is, this. it, it just, yeah, it clicked with me a bit more, I think. And, you know, it, it's, you know the way they say, like, you know, the best way to a person's heart is true to tummy or whatever, like food? Like, that, <laughs> that was definitely a good it. a good way to sort of, like, you know, segue in some, some K-drama interest, you know, Fair so, enough. yeah. Alright, so my next question is, mm -hmm. what do you think will happen next? Oh, okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, I guess um, they're gonna they're gonna squabble some more. Uh, Dayoung and Suji are gonna squabble some more, but I presume they're gonna form some kind of relationship. Like, I think that's gonna happen. But then obviously there's there's Mr. Lee, who's the third or the second male lead or whatever, and he's gonna be in the mix. Um, I wonder if, like, are they going to become foodies together? Maybe. Maybe he's going to help her get over her, like, kind of eating issues, you know? Help her, like, learn how to enjoy food again and not, you know, feel sort of trapped by it because that's kind of what she seems like maybe, um, which would be nice. I presume 70% of the drama is going to be shots of people eating. There's going to be more eating, more laughing, more close-ups of food, more panning mm. across of food, mm -hmm. more presenting of food. So, um and yeah everyone's gonna eat happily ever after i presume is that's that, pretty much is that right. it to be honest i yeah. can't really remember oh, okay. so i think listeners should just watch it yeah it's a probably. Cool i remember yeah. really really enjoying it even though i now can't remember it mm. but i think i can't remember it very well because it isn't like you know it doesn't have that big kind of plot twist kind mm -hmm. of a story it's very yeah. just character development and okay. slowly changing relationships yeah. but you're right 70 percent of it is people eating food montages yeah um, and then there's a lot of bickering with the main leads and then she actually, you know, she's totally crushing on the second male lead and eventually I think he notices her and they start like dating, I think, or going on dates. And then that's when the main guy, Dayong, is like not into it and then a bit of a love triangle thing going on. And then I think some young dude who's a bit weird moves into the rooftop room in the apartment block oh. and did he do something bad i don't know what did he murder mean? someone did he not oh. i don't know so going back to the sinister yeah again. i feel like there's this really it's not weird... the guy from the boat with the knife is no it? it's just some random young oh. dude and it's like this whole like ominous sort of side story oh, that weird. i honestly can't remember how that panned out or okay. what it was so yeah yeah, but okay. I think it's well worth the watch. Yeah. Like, I remember really thoroughly enjoying the whole drama, and I found the romance like really good, a bit swoony, and very, very satisfying. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So just before we finish up today's guest gab episode, um, I have trivia time. Six fun facts, true or false? I think there's six. Facts, are they fun yeah. facts? Are they fun specifically? Uh, <laughs> uh, look, they're facts. Okay. <laughs> so we can I'm, make them fun. <laughs> like, let's make them fun. Let's make them fun. So I'm going to say these facts. Okay. Uh, and you need to tell me if they're true or false. I hope cool. I remember if they're true or false. <laughs> All right. Hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, Dayong, yes. the lead dude in this series, Falls in love with a new female lead in every season. 
that's false because you told me you told me the start of this episode that they're, all, they're not the same like characters between each season so he is in it. so oh, he is. this is false yeah i meant like it's true this is true and you're false i'm false <laughs> yeah what <laughs> i meant you made a mistake oh <laughs> you're wrong oh so, so he so, does Season one stars Dayong. He lives in Seoul and he's yeah. an insurance salesman and he falls in love with some woman. And then the start no of season way. two, they mention that his life's fallen apart and he's broken up with his girlfriend. And that's the only time they mention it. And so this season, he, you know, by the end of it, he falls in love with Suji. And then in season three, which is a very controversial season, and I think most people aren't into season three. Also, major spoilers for season three coming up right now. In season three, Suji from this drama dies. Oh. And then he falls in love with someone else. Oh, my god! But then also, yeah, it's, it's just like a crazy, it's, a, it's supposed to be a bit of a crazy train wreck. Um, so in my mind, and I think a lot of fans of the series, from what I understand, and certainly is what I do, is I just think of them as three different dramas. Yeah. Because the romance in, um, and I've heard the romance in season one is fantastic as well, but you've just got to think of them as three different stories so that you can just enjoy the romance without being like, but I know they're going to break up or slash she's going to die. So she doesn't die in season two. Season two is just a great romance drama with a happy ending. That's crazy. It is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's very... Is he really popular, this actor or something? Is that why they have him for three seasons? That's not a normal thing for K-Dramas, is it? he's popular. No, it's not. And that's what's really interesting. I mean, I think he's popular, but I wouldn't say he's the most popular dude in K-Drama land. Yeah. Um, But it is really interesting because there isn't a lot of dramas that have multi-seasons. And the only ones that do now, like it's becoming slightly more common, that's because Netflix are doing shorter six episode ah, special you know like, like kingdom yeah like kingdom and also yeah. another one called love alarm so because netflix has started getting involved in k-drama did you just laugh at love <laughs> <Alarm>? <laughs> yeah that's it. it's not the best title yeah. um <laughs> the tagline's always like do you want to ring my love alarm yeah, <laughs> <It's very bad>. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um i don't know what we're talking about fun fact too Ready? okay not oh, true or false yes uh, season three mm-hmm. of Let's Eat was intended to be 16 episodes, mm-hmm. but then was last minute during filming cut down to only 14 episodes because the lead actor, Yoon Do Joon, had to go to army really suddenly. True? It is true, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So apparently he'd already like postponed his army service, like, I don't know, once or two, yeah. twice. And so like he's literally filming this drama and he gets his orders and he's like, I'm conscripted. I have wow. to go to army for two years. So I haven't seen season three, but I heard that he's not even in some of the last episodes, oh, even okay. though like it's his show for three How did seasons. Work that? Okay. Yeah. Well, apparently not. Very they well. do like a That's deep, why a that deep fake a or something. Canned. Definitely, they did not do that. I'm sure they didn't have the budget for that. <laughs> they only had the budget for like close-ups of food. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, fun fact three: the lead actor Yoon Do Joon yes. is a K-pop idol. Uh False. It's true. It's true. It's really? It's true. Yep. Him? <laughs> Why do you say it like that? He just seems so normal. Do you know? Like, he doesn't have that large-in-life persona that but I guess you would imagine an you idol to have. With some, like, put some lipstick on him, some eyeliner, you know, put him in some, like, I don't know, leather or plastic or something, and then put him on a stage and make him dance. I mean, he probably is that, can. Is that what you need? I, I don't think know. that's what you need. But even, like, I don't know. He just doesn't... He just seems... Seems pretty regular, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no. You really have to. He's a he was well, apparently he's a K-pop idol. Wow, okay, um, that's so I don't wow, particularly cool. follow K-pop, but yeah. I did know that he was. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of the same. He, like, I guess he just seems like a serious actor. I suppose you yeah. don't really get the impression that he's an idol. Yeah, okay. But he is. Okay. Hmm. There you go. All right. So another fun fact. fun fact. I can't remember what we're up to. Yoon Do Joon is in a boy band group boy group called yeah. highlight formerly known as beast and he is the leader lead rapper and the face of the group uh true i think it's true i read it on the internet oh okay <laughs> that could be anything then so i was just interested because i don't know much about beast uh or highlight Good formerly name. known as Good beast. Name. which one beast beast yeah so is I he didn't the know beast? Could... The main beast? I guess so. <laughs> well, it's very interesting. He's, so 
so he's the lead rapper. So he's a rapper. He's a rapper. Yeah. Would not have told. I, think that's I mean, cool. look, I mean, we, we shouldn't be judging people by how they look. I just guess, like, sometimes you just have an idea in your mind. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm sure I've seen someone in like dramas that you've pointed out and said they like there's other idols in dramas. Yeah, and there's I'm, a like, lot of idols. In and dramas. I see them like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Do you know, I could just imagine this person. They just have that kind of look and vibe yeah. about them. He doesn't, to me, have that. But maybe that's maybe that's a testament to how good he played that role. In, yeah, in I think he's a good actor. Maybe he's just I think like he's a good actor. fully I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He's doing really some good. like you know method acting type thing. You know, <laughs> what do normal people do? Oh, you know. <laughs> they don't burst into rap at every moment while they're eating food while they're in eating food. yeah all right fun fact the lead actor yoon do mm-hmm. loves cats he has 16 cats oh. living in his house I, I want to believe that's true because i think that'd be really cool if it was it's not true it's not true i made it up oh my <laughs> gosh you got me oh she likes cats i right. i love cats uh yeah Last one, ready? That was good. That was fun. Yeah. Was it fun? <laughs> it was a, well, it wasn't a fact, though, was it? So. No, it was a fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, final fun fact. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. The female lead in this drama, mm-hmm. So Hyun Jin, mm-hmm. debuted initially as the main vocalist of a K pop girl group called Milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it's, it, I'm going to say, I'm going to say true because I want that to be true because then there's a little connection to Let's Eat, you know? Like the milk, she's a food product person. Like, I don't know. <laughs> she's a food product. She's a, she's a food product related person. Oh, you're right. It is true. Well, yes. it's true because I googled So Hyun Jin and looked at her Wikipedia page, and apparently it's true. So this is early 2000s that yeah. her she debuted as the vocalist in Milk, but I think the band didn't like last and didn't. That's a do shame because well. Milk is actually I think it's a pretty decent. But name it's for Milk band. like with full stops between each word, I. so it's like M I. period I period L period K. Yeah. I think they Does should. Make it better I or think worse? Milk and Beast should form a supergroup called Milk Beast. Oh no, Beast Milk. Actually, I think there is a band called Beast Milk. Is look, there them really? up. look them up. I don't know if they're any good, but I'm, I'm pretty sure there is. Well, speaking of bands and Beast Milk, okay. I think it's time for this week's theme tune. Theme tune time. Okay. Uh, let's eat two. Let's eat two theme tune. Let, let, two tunes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mmm, food, it tastes so yummy, especially when it's in my tummy. Mmm, food, veggie and meat, it is time, it's time to let's eat, yeah. Brought to you by Beast Milk Productions. Thank you. Look out for the compilation, listeners. Uh. It's coming. <laughs> we can't make the same joke every week. We, I, I, I find think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that brings us to the end of um, this guest gab with T. Thank you so much for coming on my podcast, and thank you so much for watching the first episode of another drama with me. Thank you for inviting me into your crazy K drama world. I love it. <laughs> I'm very glad to have you here. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's Guest Gab episode. I'm just going to get on with the normal kind of like end of show stuff. Um, so here's my random thing of the week. And it's it's a random one because in if I'm completely honest, right, I couldn't really think of a random thing this week. <laughs> and I was just sitting there for like ages and I'm like, this is really time consuming trying to think of a random thing. Like I can't think of one. So I literally went on to Google and I Googled random thing and then this website came up and it has on its homepage some photographs of some random things. <laughs> so it's literally, it just comes up and, and the heading is random things and then the pictures are a door, a playing card, some bread and a bowl. <laughs> And I was like, those are random things. And also, what is the point of this website? (laughs) Like, I really don't understand. And the worst thing about it is that I Googled it and I went on it (laughs) and I looked at it. So I guess there's a purpose to have it. I don't know. For people like me, I don't know. Um, So anyway, I guess that's my random thing of the week. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I'll have a better one next week for you guys. (laughs) I did my best, I swear.
So now it's time for my something I'm loving section this week. And something that I'm really, really loving this week is the currently airing Korean drama, True Beauty. Um, I've been, you know, as I record this, it's still airing and I'm just super into the show. I think it's really, really cute and really fun and it's kind of zippy and silly. But then when it kind of brings out all the deeper emotional stuff, like, oh, it really hits me in the heart. I'm enjoying it so much. And it's not something that I kind of thought that I would connect with quite as much as I have. I think the heroine um, played by the actress Moon Ga-yong is just so adorable and likable. And the love triangle stuff is so great. Both boys are just very, very likable. Um, and I just think the romance in it is just, I don't know, it's real nice. It's one of those kind of very solidly friendship based kind of romances. So I find it really lovely and quite swoony. So that's probably something that I'm really, really loving this week. And if you are not watching True Beauty, I definitely like suggest it. Um, I'm very, very excited to finish the whole show and do like a proper big deep dive on it. Um, I've been taking notes, so I'm very excited for that. <laughs> A massive, massive thank you to all my Patreon as uh, supporters. I appreciate you guys so, so very much. Um, so I just wanted to give a really quick shout out to Marta Andrio, who I saw has very recently raised her pledge. Thank you so much, Marta. That's so nice. Um, and I also wanted to give another shout out to very recent supporters, um, Mahela Pakura, Esther Flug, and also Carl Sealer. Um, thank you all so very much for choosing to support me on Patreon. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. 